welcome to Lists Are Bullshit, our uh, our first ever show about the ubiquitous presence of the list mm. in movie di um, discussions and discourse about film um, and how we reduce these wonderful artistic creations to the sport. Um, and so uh, we'd like to just get lists together and slag them off. And I, I won't name the names of the author or the uh, um, publications, but because uh, I, I don't really want to be that guy. Um, but I do, I do want to slag off their lists. So, um, and as this is our first uh, first one, we're going to go with uh, opening title sequences in cinema history. Uh, the best ten opening title sequences in cinema history. I've already got a comment about that. Okay. How can you limit opening title sequences to the best 10? Which is like, what? There well, are so many awesome ones. The whole point of a title sequence is to be awesome, surely. So, <laughs> like, well, I'm sure that is part know. of the reason to uh, have wow. a title sequence is to increase the awesomeness factor of your oh. of your film. Yeah. Um, but, um, well, I mean, they put a lot of money into these things. And in the history of the last hundred and whatever years of cinema, there's been some spectacular. Um, uh, um, but th I mean, that's kind of the point, isn't it? How do you reduce anything to the best 10? You know, how do you do the best 10 thrillers? How do you do the best 10 action movies? It's just yeah. like. Well, you do it by being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> There are companies that specialize in uh, title sequences. Um, I was under the illusion that they were created more or less by the editors or with the uh, directors for a number of years, but then you discover that there are some very specific, very reputable companies that entirely specialize beyond you know, the realm of uh, trailers. It's directly into title sequences. Sure. See what goes into them. Uh, for further reference, see the uh, website Art of the Title. Uh, uh, yes. Contains backstories and all this stuff. Some of it's quite, uh, quite fascinating. I bet they absolutely adore the invention of the skip intro button. They, <laughs> they do not <laughs> rule out anything. Yeah. Absolutely anything. <laughs> so that all that work. Ah, so, oh, no one's watching that. Nobody's watching our titles. Let's the check time. them out. Yeah. <laughs> you are. I, I, I find the skip intro button offensive. It's a little bit, isn't it? It's a yeah. little bit like, well, your work doesn't matter. So yeah. you know. Was there ever but a TV series you never skipped the intro to? I've got one. Oh, um, yeah, loads of eight, um, uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, oh yes, okay. That's, 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 yeah, it just puts me straight in. The, it's it's the variety. It's, it's pure energy. Um, Game of Thrones. Oh well, exactly. Yeah. That was my next choice. I, I never got tired of it, and it was all done in Maya. It's all three D, and yeah, I loved it. It's, it's <laughs> I never watched. I never it. skipped the intro to Community. Did anybody ever watch Community? No. It's, it's a sitcom. It's an American sitcom. It's silliness in, in abundance, really. But um, it's good love. Yeah, Chevy Chase. Really, yes, yeah. Chevy Chase. Uh, oh, right. Um, but yeah. if you're watching sequence after sequence after sequence of, of these, you yeah, just can't better. sit through the title sequence. No, true. You I know. It's Five a times in a row. No, it's a ritual. It's it's a, it's the it's to get your head in the in the right frame. Well, it was a cute thing about the uh, Game of Thrones title sequences. Little pieces were added along the way each time with each mm. new episode for those really you know people who were into it. Mm. And you do oh, there's <laughs> a new uh, knob and a thing rotating yeah. there, another button, another wooden <laughs> castle <laughs> pops up out of nowhere. All the detail you ever required Better from seasons small. one through seven. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that wooden dragon wasn't there last week. Yeah, yeah. Season seven through ten, they just didn't bother anymore. It's just stick drawing. Entirely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just Starbucks. Call Saul did the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a carousel of them. Better call Saul did the opposite. It got more minimalistic. Yeah. Less and less and less of it. Very which true. Which I really appreciated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cut and that down. Uh, it, that was a very special track. Did anybody hear the whole thing? It's about five minutes long. Uh, no. You know, um, it's, it's worth a play. Uh, uh, yeah, my son cracked onto it, and then my daughter, and then the whole family started playing this thing, and it just made it into playlists, like you know, in the car. All right, what we got? What's the list here? Okay, what's <laughs> on the list? Step back to the actual Let's topic of the, the podcast, rather than just like <laughs> waffling. Intro button. It's, uh, it's not waffle. 
Um, so, all right. So the ten greatest opening title sequences, right? right? And the funny thing is, when when I was like, I should make notes about this, and I should kind of think about um, my favorite title sequences and things like that, is I ended up just reading more and more lists about <laughs> the top ten, <laughs> the top ten title sequences, and it's just because they're fucking everywhere. Yeah. And um, uh, and all the same ones appear again and again and again. So he, these people who are writing these lists, they're just like, let's just cross-reference lists and just make like, oh yeah, put seven in there, put uh, do the right thing in there, blah blah blah. Yeah. It's like it's just, it's just repetition. It's ridiculous. And as I said, seven is number ten. So this, the title to seven is number ten on the list. So number ten is seven, and seven is ten. Um, I actually like the title sequence to Seven. Um, I think it's quite worthy um, of being in a. I'm going to do inverted commas. I realise that this is an audio yeah. thing, not a video thing. Um, but um, do you know? It kind of sets up the rest of the film, suits the tone. Um, it's interesting. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah good it, crack. It actually. was yeah. around that time. I seem to remember there was a trend in typo that had um, I forgot what it destru- destructive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they 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 deliberately broke the text up, had it crash over. It was not registering properly, flying all over the damn place, loose random sketches and everything. Yeah, yeah. it was almost like looking at student animation back in those days. Like you know, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so it made you uncomfortable it, and ready it, for anything, and that's exactly what you need to do. Yeah, with seven. So it, yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's well I, I did wonder if it was timed to the music as well because it seemed to work yeah, very yeah. well it with is, that. Yes, uh, it was the, I can't remember who did it. Is it the Dust Brothers who did No, I'm thinking of Fight Club. No, I can't remember who did it. So who, who did it? Do we know? I, I don't, I don't to my no, shame. I don't know who made it. Um, I, like, it's all right. I, you know, it's just, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I, a town yeah. on the list, yeah, whatever. Um, like I say, it, it, it does set up the tone um, pretty well. I, it's like, it's lo-fi, it's glitchy, it's all those sorts of things. Um it doesn't really like move me or uh, excite me in any way. Um, classic Fincher, though, and being dark as hell. Yeah, yeah. My chief complaint with that film was, uh, I just kept wanting if the. I don't know if you felt this. Uh, we just wanted to turn up the exposure on everything. I just couldn't <laughs> see half of what was going on. Yeah, you've got to be in a black room yeah, to watch I get it. it. I get it. Yeah. Wow. Well, no, I agree with right. you. It's just like it was good. Yeah. Like, uh, like I. Quite like it. Should we give it seven? Give it seven. Yeah, give it seven. seven. Yeah, seven. yeah, pretty much. Sure, yeah. seven. Fair. Why not? All right. So number ten is seven. Number nine is Casino Royale. Ah. Oh yeah. It's all that. Are we talking oh, the original or the original? No, not the original. No, oh. this is the uh, this is the uh, two thousand and six yeah. Martin it's, Campbell it's film. Um, yeah, uh, I thought this was. A terrific uh, you know it, it got away not that I'm justifying that all by itself but it did kind of get away from half naked ladies who were very popular at Pinewood even when I was there you know um, I saw more than a few from spoofs and uh, they're, they're wonderful but it did sort of part ways and it used that I forgot the name of the car type um, as as the motif Right. And it was brilliantly arranged. I, and I think the production designer was uh, Peter Lamont. And, and I remember just being blown away with it, the way it, it sort of, you know, worked. There was, uh, if I got one fault with that title sequence, you know the bit where the crosshairs move over the Queen of Hearts? Yes. Yes. And for that tiny moment, the heroine of the piece appears as the Queen of Hearts. You know, mm-hmm. That was the one... Slightly cheesy bit. Yeah, it's cheesy, all right. Yeah, but I loved the bits where the uh, the actual you know rounds were the uh, the spades that were clicking in and clicking out. There was a kinetic quality to it. And it I thought it worked so beautifully with the score. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say I follow up. It's it's funny you should say um, like moves away from like the because obviously it's the rebirth of that's the rebirth of the the, the Bond franchise and Daniel yeah. Craig. Mm. And um, but in the next film, Quantum of Solace, it's just all naked ladies. It's so all naked ladies in sand. Have, yeah, yeah. So they must have just had feedback. Have gone like they said, where uh, are where are the naked ladies? On? Yeah, it's just like I want him walking over there. You know, it's yeah. just like 
yeah, breasts for mountains, and it's just yeah, like yeah, straight the in there. hips. Quantum uh, Solace birds, is kind of yeah. like the answer to the backlash of like yeah. misogyny. Well, they came from like there's not enough naked women in this I mean, film. But that, I mean, <laughs> that's the weird cycle of that the Craig yeah. franchise, isn't it? That like, um, it kind of starts off like trying to be kind of Jason Bourne, then it goes down this kind of Quantum Solace, which everyone nobody really liked, but I quite liked it. Then it goes back another way. Then it goes to Spectre, which is like. No, let's do old-fashioned bond of like, uh, you know, I just kiss a woman and, and then she wants to sleep with me and then I then she's killed and then I go get in my car and it doesn't matter and it's just like what the, f- you know, this fucking <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. But like, I mean, James Bond title sequences are like when you think about title, great title sequences for films. Um, the James Bond one is, it it does exactly what you want from it. Sure does. That, it sure uh, does. That like it, Goldfinger. Yeah, it, it takes you into it's a, a world. It's a fantastic title Yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, the I, thing I think I Goldfinger's better than the Casino Royale one. Oh, I yeah, think. me too. Absolutely, I agree. The thing I like about the Casino Royale one, though, is that, as you mentioned before, just to build on that fact, the fact that it's kind of like, like the rebirth of Bond, yeah, as it, it were. Is. It's just kind of... it. It was almost an homage back to the original Bond title sequences, exactly. like your Connerys and your um, Roger Moore. Roger Moore, thank you. I was going to go with Dalton, but I was like, I don't know why I did that. Um, he did do two he Bond did, films. He did do <laughs> two Bond films. Whatever you might want to say about them, <laughs> but um, that homage back to it, it's kind of it's that familiarity, but with a kind of that modern twist to it. So it's kind of like bringing in the old Bond fans and then mm. being like paving the way for new yeah. ones who were watching the Jason Bournes and other espionage films at the time and I think it's sort of married that generational gap quite well in a title sequence it's not really something that you see very often or I, something that a title sequence gets the opportunity to do very true, often yeah. you know? I always loved the prelude to them you know yeah. they'd always give you a, you know the film would introduce Bond all over again and then it would kick in with that title sequence my personal favourite after Casino Royale is uh you only live twice. I, I just thought with the volcanoes and with the um, the Japanese uh, umbrellas, oh, yeah. and uh, I just I just loved that. It's only about uh, Nancy Sinatra about two minutes and sixteen seconds long, but I, I thought, my God, this is this was sumptuous, yeah. you know. Didn't have Shirley singing though. No, I know, I know. It was <laughs> a small departure, you know. They got Nancy in for a, you know one gig. Like, I mean, interestingly, you know, when we go back to the original point of like, how do you even narrow it down to 10? Yeah. I mean, we can have an entire discussion on 10 James Bond title sequences. Oh, yeah. You, you really know? could. And like, because there's just so many of them. Yeah, and 25, really isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And some of them are like incredible uh, they are. kind of pieces of, uh, you know, the way they yeah. meld animation and film and mm. kind of graphics uh, and, and layer it. And it's always been like this really experimental and um, but you used visually. to go to the, f- the, the movie to watch the new title sequence yeah. as yeah. part of the experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, who goes to watch title sequences these days? That's the thing. It was experiential, right? Yeah, like entirely. Yeah, really sold it. You could have a whole podcast <laughs> just on James Bond. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you could. Um, sure could. Uh, the scores themselves, they always, I mean, for a long time, they were always stuff. number one when yeah. they came out. They were beautifully marketed. The, 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 the casting was flawless. Yeah, man. All right, what's next? <laughs> We're done with Bond. Well done, Thank you. Bugger Bond. Uh, <laughs> Bugger Bond. Um, do the right thing. Hey, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. um, is, that uh, is that a popular Bugger Bond? Uh, <laughs> it is. Um, basically... Um, uh, the, oh, I've forgotten the name of the lead star now. What's her name? Rosie. Is it Rosie? Perez? I don't know. It's one of these ones oh, that I'm not overly shit, familiar I've forgotten with. Forgotten her name. Um, she, it's the one with the crazy voice. Um, she's um, uh, uh, all I think of is um, <laughs> Charlie Sheen said, "If you had to be in the room <laughs> with Rosie Perez, you'd go straight back to heroin." Uh, I think it's Rosie <laughs> Perez. He'd go back there anyway. I know. Yeah, Rosie Perez. Charlie has ever turned a phrase, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, but actually, yeah, she dances in front of the um, the brownstone buildings uh, yeah. um, to a um, public enemy. Um, That's right. It's very dynamic. It's um, it's uh, it's yeah. I suppose it sets up the um, the tone of the film, and it sets up her character as this kind of very strong. Um, uh, 
ferocious character, I suppose, really. Um, I don't really uh, have a huge amount to say about it um, because like, it's, uh, it's pretty cool, but it's not like when I think about um, like uh, <laughs> the, the magic of kind of setting up a film, it, it's just like, it's, again, it, I think it goes back to the seven thing. Like, it's, it's pretty good. Like, it's yeah. worthy of a title sequence. But then do I think, does it elevate mm. no. um, the idea of what you can do? Um, uh, it doesn't take us anywhere new, does it? Uh, not really. No, it's, it's, I mean, I suppose you, uh, you talk about it borrows from music video aesthetics of the period, um, mm. which is quite interesting. So it feels like you're very much part of the, uh, in that cultural uh, period of time. Mm. Uh, it throws you right into that, which works. Um, like I said, it, it is not a not a bad title sequence. No, um, it's not. But like, d I, I, like I said, I think I feel like that's one of those uh, title sequences that makes it on the list because it's on a lot of other lists. And so when I'm doing my research, I go, yeah. oh yeah, that I'll watch. I go, yeah, that's pretty good. It's really on a lot of lists. So. Yeah, but like, I don't give a shit well, to be honest. <laughs> what What do you think? Uh, what is it about it that these people are seeing? When, I don't know do really. Um, I think. When I watched it, it was kind of, I noticed that it kind of built as it went on, mm. which meant there was some kind of effort that went into actually drive. making oh, it. Yeah. It wasn't just there to like be like, oh, so-and-so was the director and so-and-so started it and so-and-so was the DFB and so-and-so also did this. And then you got like three minutes of that. It actually, you know, serves the purpose and it built it in tone as it got closer towards the opening of the film. And, you know, so a lot of effort went into it. I mean, it's Spike Lee, so like, you know. Yeah. What he did, but um, yeah, you know, but um, other than that, I just kind of, yeah, by the end of it, I was a little bit like, Well, come on, then let's get on with the film, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, it's in a list because it's in a lot of other lists, and yeah. other than that, somebody else is seeing something that I'm not quite, I don't think. I think the tempo is always uh, the, the key to a title sequence yeah. and, and it, it's got to be linked very closely to the ability to read it at the same time yeah you know you, you've just got enough time to read it properly and then it moves on and then you know and then that sets it and then you've got to find a dance that's simpatico with that if you're going to do it just get someone to punch the air you punch four, the air at the right time straight, for two minutes then, hold uh, it yeah freeze you, move you move freeze yeah um, you know <laughs> I think that may be maybe the hidden key to the whole dance motif as a title sequence. Maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. a couple of jump cuts to a costume change, and then you're you're winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 there we go. Well, anyway, it does have a certain tenacity of it like, does. this is my lead, and there she is, just dancing, in the right like with nothing else around her. She's mm -hmm. dancing. So there is there is yeah. definitely that to it. Um, so it is enjoyable, but. Um, yeah, um, like again, I, like it isn't. There is nothing wrong with that title sequence. Nope. Um, it like, like I said, but just in the in the myriad of options that I could choose from, I it just doesn't like <laughs> leap doesn't out register. of the no. Yeah. No. Um. All right. Number seven, not seven. The Pink Panther. Yes. <laughs> what a title sequence! That's all I'm gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> Love it. I loved, I've loved the Pink Panther ever since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's wonderful. It's entertaining. It's captivating. It's got a cartoon Pink Panther running around, interacting with the fonts. Uh, yeah, go on in. Yeah. yeah. I'll have a bit of that. Well, I, 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 I actually did the course with the director of that. I mean, for the did title you? sequence. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Richard, the late, great Richard Williams. Um, he was a very entertaining guy. Um, he spent, I remember, the best part of a half an hour talking about women's hip movements, you know. <laughs> He's uh, it, by me. In a figure <laughs> of eight. Um, uh, something of an actor in himself, but I loved the title sequences that he always did. One of my favourites, end title sequence from Once Upon a... A funny thing happened to me on the way to the forum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, I thought, was fabulous, where he actually used Roman motifs and tiles and patterns mm. and he synced them with the music beautifully and there was some roto work where he wrote Buster Keaton and yep. Zero Mostel and some of the comedic greats you know and they were worked into it as well but when it came to the Pink Panther because he was schooled by the likes of Frank Thomas and Ollie Johnson and some of the greats in terms of animation yep. the timing was 
as you rightly pointed, and the score. Mancini, right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely flawless marriage of the two genres, you know, the animation and the music. Fabulous title sequence. Yeah, I think it's just, it's kind of like, it's just mastery, <clears throat> isn't it? Yeah. It it's captures the entire mood of the film. A whole perfectly. mood of the film. Yeah. Brilliant. So it is. It's got real balls. Yeah. yeah. There's a lovely little move. I don't know if many people pick up on it. It's almost like a little bit death march, but the panther held his feet for like on a on a beat he didn't just walk i don't know if you guys picked up on that he walked yeah. he held the step and then walked sure. he held the step yeah. and then he's almost da- he's dancing he's dancing you yeah. know it's, it's and yeah. it's it's so seductive and it's got classic comedy gags yeah. in it yeah. you know it's just all over it you just be like oh that's just brilliant comedy it's just oh. the birth of it so it's, it's wonderful yeah it's yeah. difficult to imagine um <clears throat> Like because the the union of the music and the and the imagery is so precise and and well worked out that it's all like when you hear the music you instantly visualize the panther and you can't and then you see the panther and then you immediately dun, 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 you know and it just mm-hmm. I um, know so it's so perfectly married that they are just completely um, yeah. me- melded together and and yeah um, yeah. And like I said, it just and sets Peter Sellers comes to mind as well, you know. Yeah. Instantly, it's like... Uh, he was a jazz musician uh, when he, you know, he played. I don't think he was, a, you know, at the massive sort of commercial standard, but it was certainly influenced. So when he caught Mancini's score, yeah. you know, and you start moving to this yeah. stuff. The the trick to it from an animation perspective is is what they call a dope sheet. I don't know if you guys have ever heard sure. of this thing. Very old. They, they, it's basically called a dope sheet. So it was a way that the animators couldn't fuck up. It was literally mm-hmm. listed where yeah. the phrases and the the onomatic way, uh, onomatic way a, a thing would be said or the music would score, and frame then they come frame. in with it. And this is how you know help get the phrasing of the movement yeah. with the actual music itself. Sure. Sure. It's really great. Like the, the score is <coughs> one of the first pieces of music I ever played as well. So. Um, I studied at music college first, like way back in the day. But um, yeah, and it's just got really, it just stands the test of time, I think. The fact that it, you know, 1963, Oh, yeah. classical cell animation on a rostrum as best yeah. as I can recollect but then you, you've you got to give due credit to the titles um, typo use of typo it always seems like incredibly it's alive yeah, yeah. So geeky it's thing character. to say oh absolutely and uh, when he handled titles I mean one of his more famous titles because we mentioned it before was uh, Charge of the Light Brigade yeah. where he took Victorian sort of cartoons and and animated them, you know. He, he did the uh, transitions as well. Yeah, and when they went yeah. across to, uh, you know, that animation was superb. Yeah, yeah, um, just genius. I can't think of another title sequence really from an animation perspective. The Charles the, the Leopard Game one was really fucking. Good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's not on the list. That's not on the <laughs> list. <laughs> no, we have to stick to the list. Stick, oh, yeah. stick yeah. to the list. Because I mean, it was written on the internet, and therefore it's gospel nowadays. Oh, yeah. But, like, I mean, mm, inter- yeah. I mean, it's, well, if you, the animation title sequences, you know, there's some, some of the Pixar ones are pretty special. But, like, um, for me, um, uh, and it's not on the list, so this is why I bring it up, is uh, Ghost in the Shell. I don't know if you've seen Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Have you seen Ghost in the Shell? I have not seen Ghost in the Shell. Um, it's uh, manga, nineties, yeah. yeah. um, and it's it's all of the whole film is about this kind of uh, cyborg uh, trying to find its uh, next level of evolution and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it's the the making of the cyborg is the title sequence. So you, this yeah. this figure kind of coming wow. to life. So then, when you you know you watch it kind of be born, and then yeah. the first scene, then it kind of it goes straight into action, and then it like kills those people. Um, but it's um, yes, yeah, so you ha- so you're but the whole point of this, the, the, you're just watching this cartoon as if it's uh, um, uh, you know you're watching some cool sci-fi shooting up uh, type thing, and then actually it's really about this um, uh, this life form that comes out of the internet and. 
um, the life cycle of this cyborg, and so actually this this birthing of this cyborg is such an important part of mm. the story of that. Mm. It's just <coughs> magnificent. Isn't I, it? I thought the the Japanese original, you know, comic quasi representational styling was far and away better than the live action CG. You know, it seemed oh God, to lend yeah. itself so much better to that that idea of the story. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't even want to talk about the. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it. I won't bring it up. I'll never speak of it again. The, um, yeah, fucking. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, got, it's got Scarlett Johansson yeah. in it, so I'm not. Too Hugo. Confused. Hugo's got a good animated opening title sequence. Oh, it's charming that film, isn't I it? I love Hugo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It I, is. It's very charming, very wholesome. Yeah. Um, and quite just enjoyable to watch. On enjoyability factor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know well, it's uh, it's it is a hybrid, even in the animation, though, isn't it? Yeah. Where you use the uh, the metaphor of Paris as a as a watch or a clock. Yeah. In itself, and then yeah. move in, yeah. and then yeah, it, it, it did some dandy tricks. I mean, I gotta say, I loved it, and yeah, a, and a homage to effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's, I, it's a Christ- I like to watch it at Christmas. It just makes me yeah, um, yeah. You know, that wintertime feel. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's like one bit that always slightly irks me. The Eiffel, t- this clock tower where this kid lives is much higher than the Eiffel Tower, you know? I oh, mean, yeah. you know, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's a film, Joey. I know, but to me they're real, like, you know, and it takes me a while to get over these things. It, they actually did have uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw it but it was in uh, Cinefax I think it was in 1912 the train actually did crash literally wouldn't stop came through and uh, from the second floor of the actual railway I think what is now still the, the Musée d'Orsay and literally landed at a 45 degree angle in the street wow. which is you know, yeah <laughs> well the train was still in one piece you know, more or less. Yeah. Um, but that, that I think that was one of the main inspirations for uh, you know the the Hugo and the look yeah. and everything. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. All right. What's up? Well, All right. What, what, okay. what was that? By the way, what number? That was seven. So yeah, we. Oh, we're, we're, okay. I, I think it deserves to be in the top ten for sure. Absolutely. Oh, I think definitely. Yeah, I think it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Um, give it a top tenner. Yeah. Um, so the next one is climax. I don't know if you've seen climax. Fuck. It's, I uh, mean, no. I mean, negatory. I, I watched the opening title sequence yeah. of this just because I knew I was doing this podcast. Yeah, I can't say it. it's one of my favourites. No, it's, <laughs> you know, it's it's wow. it's it's dancing. It's intense. Um, it's it, it's it's difficult to, to to talk about. And if you haven't seen Climax, is a fucking mental film. Like yeah. it's absolutely and it's long and it's relentless and it tees up the film. You know, like when you get to the end, like you're like. What am I in for? And if you can make it through that, then you're like, okay, here it comes. Does it deliver on the climax? Um, That's the main thing. Uh, it is. Um, I don't know if it delivers on the climax. I think. No, that's probably the most damning thing you could say. I think it's. I think when you get to the end of it, you're like, I don't really know what to do with myself. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, like I made it. I did it. Um, it's one of the, I'd sometimes it's like I, it's not that I don't like the film I like I actually quite like the film but you know when you watch a film and you're like that was good I'm never going to watch that ever again never yeah. <clears throat> you couldn't make but I I actually it wasn't bad I just don't want to fucking watch it again I'm I'm with you I was like that with the boy in striped pajamas ah I I just saw I I, mm. I I don't I'm happy I've seen uh, it but I'm not sure I want to do it again agreed <clears throat> yeah. yeah agreed um yeah that film or yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, so, so number six is climax. Number five is delicatessen. Oh yeah. When was it? Ninety early nineties. Um, so it's kind of very heavily CGI because they oh, just right. discovered what CGI was. Yeah. And um, properly. Well, it, it kind of mixes um, it up, really. Yeah, uh, it does quite a bit. Uh, yeah. Some fascinating uh, cutting and. You know, it's very comedic considering its topic and subject. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I wasn't enamoured with it, to mm. be honest. No, I could take it or leave it. There, there are some yeah. uh, beautifully lit scenes that, that take Absolutely. you in to, you know, the, 
starts off with the the house, uh, you know, and at yeah. night, and you go into the butcher shop, and the guy's sharpening the knife, and uh, you got the guy in there who's slapping himself with um, <sighs> newspapers so they can be dumped into the garbage, and and you slide through the the tubes and around, and then, you know, you come out. It's pretty well put together. It's, it's slick, but um, so what? Yeah. <laughs> what can we say? Exactly. That's what just my point. Say it's, it's about <laughs> oh, this looks nice. Oh, all right. monochromatic cool. color schemes mm. in title sequences, or, or in, in films in general. I mean, yeah. that one always struck me right yeah. between the eyes. It was so bold, and it was. It was almost as though they got this film out of a an attic somewhere, and it, it, it the, the, you know, reminded me of a tin type, like the sepia of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, th there was something antiquated about it before you even got oh, started. Yeah, so. You know. Um, yeah, any, fair. I mean, the only other reference I can think of off the top of my head is like the Matrix. It's all green, you know. It and, is yeah. green and horrible. Uh, I mean, I didn't even. I was going to say this. It's, it's nice to sequence, keep your opinion objective. Then, yeah, 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 I'm I always. <laughs> I, I like. The, I'm a big fan of the Matrix. I like the Matrix. I think. The, Not um, the new one. The, this oh, fuck me, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's cool. So That's bad. What I need to know. It's so bad. I yeah. remember. I, oh, poor Keanu. I remember watching. Like, I, I got COVID and I watched Matrix Four on the same oh, that's day. That's why you like it. Yeah. And no, I, yeah. I know. I, I was like, fever. you I, were sick. I, and I no, it was. Well, I was watching. I, I always have this thing when I'm not very well, and I just go, I want to watch shit. I want to watch trash. Yes, you nailed it. Yeah, but I didn't realize. It's like I felt, I felt like watching Matrix Four was worse and a worse experience than having COVID. COVID. Oh my god, it that's is, a quote right there. Yeah. Watching the Matrix Four is worse than having COVID. It was fucking like, horrendous. <laughs> I've never seen it. Well, it was well, just embarrassing. Is, was it the Wachowski sisters? Sisters. Yeah. Sorry, I no. It was only the one because I think the, the other right. one left and said, "I'm not doing. I'm this. not doing another one of these." Yeah, yeah. It's like, Probably for a reason. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, realistically, they. Like just well, they, like the first one is good. Second one is like too long, and and but like there's good stuff in it. And then the third one is like, oh come on, and then like you know, can we even do we no, even care no. at this point? Yeah. And then the fourth is just like, oh for fuck. How right. much slow motion bullets can you take? Yeah, right. You know, that's the Matrix to me. They, they didn't really graduate from that one gag, really. Um, no. That's it. How many? Oh, wait a minute. There was the bit where he, he's uh, he's running around about a hundred guys on a stick, kicking each one in the face as he goes. But in CGI. That's in CGI. CGI. So is yes. it more of a transition oh, than the graduation? It was. I even. It didn't even try to be real. You know. <laughs> oh, some of that stuff is so bad. In I can't remember which. Is it the third one or the second? It's just. <coughs> it's, it's the third one, isn't it? Yeah. It's so bad. Mm. It's like. Uh, he didn't even try. It's computer to make game. It yeah, it's it's worse. Like, if I was doing playing mm. the computer computer game with that graphics, I'd be disappointed. I think the computer mm. game of that film had better graphics yeah. than the film itself. Look, yeah. because just, you know it's game design. I'm just going to give a shout out because I've actually had to work with tentacles. Those wavy tentacles, they they were impressive. Oh yeah, but that's cool. in the first one. Well, sure. you know no, what? no, I'm going to the third one where they where they were machine gunning these things as they were breaking through yeah. the real world yeah, that was just, the fake real the world. world. They do that in the first one as well. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but the tentacles in the second one, I think, maybe because of the amounts, but the, those those that so impressed we're about me. Tentacles here. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, we've tentacles. Moved, we've moved from right. top title I, I know, sequences I know. to top right. tentacle scenes. I've gone down a different podcast altogether. I've gone down a rabbit hole. Let's leave number five. So number five, Telecast, and number four. Uh, the Shining. Woo! Yes, yes. Yes. Well, yeah. For a yeah. start, you have a filmmaker here, <laughs> which yeah. helps. Yeah. And um, all of these openings are brilliant. This is a really fucking great one. Yeah. And uh, Jack and the family are off to the big house in the beautiful mountains oh. to hide away for the winter, where he can really focus on his book <laughs> and become a big-time writer. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's such a wonderful setup for this film. His yeah. uh, alcoholic uh, addiction previously. Oh, we don't talk about that. No, no, Shh. no. Yeah. no. <laughs> it always reminds me of going to Aberystwyth. <laughs> I'll tell you for why. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you've been there, you've been there, guys. You're on this road, 
and it winds and it keeps on what you could go to london twice in the time it takes you to go to Aberdeen. but this winding road it reminds me so much of the opening of the shining it's just it's just like wait this is too long it's going on too long (laughs) something bad's gonna happen you know and then you meet aberystwyth you know where all these people live on the edge of a bathtub Controversial, <laughs> controversial. Brilliant. I know, but Brilliant. it had to be said. That was, that was fine. It's fine. I um, love, I love it. It's a I great think it's brilliant. Yeah, I really like the mastery, and I just think that the fact that when you watch it back, it looks like they've dropped a couple of frames and stuff per second, and it just has that wonderful quality yep. to yeah. it, and it just draws you in even further. It's just. That's just what I mean. Gush a little bit. It's just wonderful. That was one clean, clear chopper shot from start to finish. And a a, a guy was there while the guy was flying, and he was flying the camera simultaneously. One smooth take. How come we don't see any shake? Or it it does look so smooth. It's slicker than snot on a doorknob. It just flies into the into the film. Like you know, anything special in there? Yeah, wide angle lens. (laughs) <laughs> a really wide angle, like no yeah. poster stabilization. No, 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 yeah. no. Um, you don't need it. Just skill and a wide angle lens, I think. You know. Yeah. Done. Giant four Okay. Um, yeah, massive four E-man size. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. I, I've seen a few chopper shots from period films, and you, you're looking at a little shake. There's a little jigger yeah. in there, you know, yeah, unsurprising. Well, it, it is, yeah. but uh, it's a big wide shot most of the time. You know, I don't know. Maybe they were playing with some axis stabilization at the point at the time. I maybe I don't if Viv would know, he's done more chopper camera flying yeah. than anybody yeah, I've yeah, ever it known. It was a side bubble, yeah. you know, with all the equipment that you could possibly have at the time, and the the rig has stabilizer on it. but yeah. it, it's only so much. Yeah, as, as soon as you start to get beyond like thirty millimeters, you're going to see it. Yeah, you know, of course. Although, uh, you know, you get up there when the, the sky is still, when the wind, not much wind, and you shoot it. Um, and you have a damn good helicopter pilot who really knows what the fuck he's doing, especially ones who are in Vietnam. Those are the best. Scary in itself. <laughs> Memo to self. Um, if yeah, you're going to fly, fly shot. Vietnam pilot. Vietnam pilot. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Sure we always good. used one. Yeah, for, yeah great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they are crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Tell tell the tell the tell the folks back home that <laughs> about the the uh, near how do you horizontal or vertical? Uh, oh yeah. Well, that was the we were shooting in Buffalo, New York, and uh, the pilot came in that the uh, during the day. It was a beautiful uh, day and. Um, Sun was going down, and it was perfect. Uh, the air was great, but they'd been up these two uh, for a long time, and uh, but it was right, you know. So I suggested that actually we should go up now while you know it was perfect, and he was not having it at first. But uh, we got around to it, so we went up, rigged up, took off, and. Um, for this, you can't use a mag. So we were using um, uh, interior rolls. If you've got a mag on it, it's going to shake. Right. You know? So um, it means you have to put the camera down and reload quite often. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we took off, and uh, we went our usual stuff. We, we approach the city and you go for one of the biggest buildings and you just glide over the top of it, you know, with a wide angle lens and the building just comes up like a huge mushroom when you go over it, you know. Only um, he'd made a bit of a mistake and we were way too close to the building, you know. <laughs> so he does one of these. He leans off at 90 degree angle and we just spin off the side of the building and looking back at, at the footage <laughs> afterwards, you can see people in the offices looking up at us coming, <laughs> expecting us to collide with them, you know. And then uh, we, we came over the uh, Tesco's kind of the version there, put down there to reload. 
We had no permission, by the way. We were supposed to be happening the next day. And uh, we take off there and go over this park and we, we cut this guy's, this kid's kite cord. <laughs> so we've got this kite cord running around <laughs> the props. And then my favorite part is the sundown shot. So we're hurtling down the river over to Niagara Falls. Okay, this is Buffalo, New York. The falls are just there. Yeah. So we're, the camera's about oh, six feet off the water. And we go right over the falls, pull the, the, it up out of the, the mist, and the sun is right behind the, uh, uh, the building that they have on the other side, the Canadian side. It's got this huge, tall tower. The sun's up behind it. It was just incredible, you know? So that was a nice day shooting. And we didn't get arrested. It's <laughs> 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 always good. I love your stories. Yeah, always arrested. Arrested. Like, and I didn't end up in prison, so <laughs> it's, it's and, okay. Uh, it's like, I love it. Yeah, and uh, wow. we we managed to hide the body, and uh, <laughs> we put the drugs in the fake leg. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy was uh, a non-pilot, and we wouldn't fly with anybody else but him. Uh, he really wow. knew his shit. Uh, so anyway, should we move on to number three? No, number three. Well, we can, but I just want to put a shout out because obviously The Shining uh, that yeah, title sequence the the ti yeah. that title sequence is also heavily dependent on uh, the theme by Wendy is it Wendy Carlos yep. who did the theme um, without yeah. that I mean it's it's obviously a, a sample of the yeah. um, Hector Bellio's um, oh, I can't remember the dance of the oh I can't remember what it's called now not the, not the fire dance uh, no I can't remember no, no. but it's um it, but like what she does with that, oh, the bah, bah, you know that she takes yeah. that piece of that piece, you know, and it's incredibly somber, you know, yeah. It's that you know that I mean, when you see the stuff about like basically she did loads of music for Stanley on that, um, and he threw out absolutely loads of what she did, yeah. Um, but um, that is stays as it is, and it's, it's just makes that whole sequence yeah. as well, so. I do want to say that before we go. It's an absolute testament to score versus <coughs> like matching visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, it's the same as the you know the Pink Panther one. You know, Absolutely, it just, it just just fits. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's quite simple, really, as well. You Simplicity know? is best. It is, isn't it? If you can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you could do it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but you've got to have two really powerful things. You know, the, the yeah. elements have to stand up. Um, mm. it's, you know, yeah. If you're going to do something really still and simple, it's got to be good. Yeah, uh, and um, you know, his uh, Lolita is another one of those examples. You know, mm. a title sequence that is absolutely simple. And guess what? It's the same <laughs> dude. <laughs> uh, mm. Anyway. Um, yeah, and a clockwork orange. Um, that's amazing. Oh. Uh, full yeah. metal jacket. I love the the head shaving. Oh um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just any of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so number three is Vertigo. Uh, yeah, Vertigo is in every list, isn't it? It is in every list. I think yeah. it's in every list of every kind of category that you can categorize a film, oh, yeah. isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, mm. like, it's. it's I mean, Hitchcock's openings are renowned. Yeah, and he uses graphics incredibly well. Yeah, uh, married to uh, live action. Um, yeah, and this is a prime example. Um, and there's always, you know, <laughs> the uh, dolly zoom um, <laughs> shot, uh, you know, which is featured. Um, yeah, he, he kind of did that before the the trombone was possible. The trombone yeah. shot uh, yeah. by breaking the set. And I think he did it first in Psycho. Yeah. Um, yeah, incredibly uh, innovative stuff, but that that was a kind of you know one of the hidden hallmarks of a Hitchcock film. I remember yeah. in Los Angeles seeing his original drawings, you know, for the birds, and I was struck. I mean, you know, the camera views, the drawing, the rendering, everything was so perfectly set. You know, yeah. it was like this guy's not going to miss when he gets when you know this works here, you know. It's going to work when you get it on film, you know, provided people don't deviate too much. You wouldn't let them. No, it goes to say it was No. He's not famous for uh, no. leniency, no, yeah. is well, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, Supposedly treating actors like cattle or cattle-like actors, I forget uh, which. No, that's overblown. But, I mean, as far as the DP is concerned, <laughs> you know, from um, 
Yeah. Rear window, uh, you can tell you which brick is uh, which side of the frame. Uh, I mean, was that yeah. Uh, yeah. much of a nitpicker? The, the other thing as well, I mean, the color on Vertigo. Yeah. That, that, that's some weird. Yeah. That, that's not yeah. normal color. No. That's not earthly. Um, but at the same time, it preserves the, the everlasting beauty of, you know, Kim Novak. Yeah, and I think like as we, like as we're talking like um, title sequences and stuff, it kind of matches again yeah. as with any good title sequences. It really does sell you and set you up. And the use of the graphics, the, the use of the graphics, graphics. Which is, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's one of the earliest examples I've seen yeah. of graphics being used to yeah. elicit that yeah. kind of psychological <laughs> response. Yeah. into film watching yeah. but he used, stuff, he used that quite a bit brilliant. actually yeah he oh, really was an innovator graphics and um, stuff was great North yeah. by Northwest I think that's got fantastic yeah. Um, yeah. title sequence I think I maybe even slightly prefer it to Vertigo the title sequence because just the energy of it and then the well, you, you've got that exterior of the building don't yeah, you think, yeah. you know and with all the lines yeah, in yeah. it and then the, the mm. graphics are laid in yeah, it and that's right yeah yeah and then it becomes, uh, you see the reflections of the people in it. And yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful stuff. Think, yeah, and the music to that. <coughs> the score is absolutely superb. It? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah no, guys, guys on it. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah, number two, yeah, so, I mean. He deserves to be in there. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> uh, number two, uh, Enter the Void. Now, <laughs> you see my note first. I saw your note, so why don't you give your note of Enter the Void? Yeah, yeah well, please do. And I'm going to give it. Shit. That's my note for Enterloid. What are you doing? My note is fucking amazing. Are you serious? It's fucking amazing. It's awful. It's fucking amazing. Oh, good. We have an argument. It's fucking. Okay, round one. It's fucking brilliant. All right, why is it brilliant? What's the fucking intensity of it? It's just like. What are we seeing? Basically, it's typeface. Just So all the credits just kind of in this really kind of. Um, uh, just incredible kind of pacing of like pulsing uh, and chopping um, and so you just go in and then the credits it's every single one is a different font it's all kind of like fonts of like Chinese fast food okay. stuff and it's just like and it's just like like it's like being in a rave um, so it just opens up this thing with this kind of pounding drum and just yeah. like just flashing credits and lights and it's just like and it goes on for like three minutes, and it's just like holy. Sh and then it and then it drops you into like this kind of uh, mad sequence. It's there just are like several <laughs> opens of that genre, um, all of which are pretty oh. astounding um, in terms of editing all that shit together. Mm. You know, you go to frame by frame to oh. that shit. Yeah. And uh, design quality and all that stuff is is extraordinary. However, uh, it's too much. That that's that's the simple thing. It's too much. You watch it and it assaults you from the second. Of the and I get it. Shock factor. Yeah, that's fine. There's only so far that you can push shock factor. How does it relate to the film? Um, do you know what, Viv? You haven't seen the film. <laughs> no, I haven't. Um, like, this is this this is a gut reaction. <laughs> okay. It, it hit me and I was like, wow. no. Immediately, my whole being was just like, nope, I hate it. Maybe I'm a little bit biased because I've got like a. Um, I've, I've got a partner who's got epilepsy, so flashing lights just mess me up. <coughs> but um, it's just a, it's just, it's too aggressive mm -hmm. for I me to even in, start to think about what the what message is in the opening <laughs> sequence. Mm. It's just like, okay, cool. Like, Gaspar I think it's just, just fucking loving this. Uh, like, yeah, yes. well, that's exactly it what he lived for. Wasn't aggressive. It? He lived for that. And uh, he's he's featured already in this list. Yeah, yes, yeah, with climax. Yeah, with yeah. climax. Yeah. And yeah, I, no I have to say, I, mean, like, I, I, I appreciated the climax. But like, of I mean, open mind. It's not my favorite. The idea that it's fucking Gaspano, like again, in the top tens, and you idea that Gaspano can have two in the fucking top ten. No way. Get the fuck out of you. No, and this one. This was rated number one. No, this is number two. Number two. Oh, and it was no just way, a series of really aggressive yeah. flashing like, typography in my face. It's cool. And it was like, it was just like, well, I'm not really willing to sit down and watch your film now. Well, I always, like, <laughs> I'm always like, I, I should show this film to my students, right? Because like, yeah. so basically it spends the entire like hour and a half just like looking down 
So it's all shot on this kind of above. All, everything's shot from above. Because right. this, this guy gets uh, murdered <coughs> and he's kind of like trapped as, as this kind of ghost and he's watching his kind of friends and stuff trying to deal with the, the aftermath of what mm. happened. Stinking body. And it's like, uh, and it's like, it's, it's really interesting. It's really creative. And I'm like, oh, I've really got to show my students that. And then at the, the final sequence, um, you fucking drop down into this vagina and you just see this massive cock <laughs> just <laughs> bouncing away <laughs> inside nice. and then it fucking splits all over the guy. It's just like, well, I'm never going to show that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Can you imagine? Yeah. Can it's you perfectly hard. But um, yeah, a crowd um, divider there, yeah. apparently. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, we'll leave. Well, I t- and then Number two, nah. All right, number one. Odd choice, I would that's say. <coughs> that's good. Um, Catch Me If You Can by Steven Spielberg. Okay, well, this was clearly a homage to Soul Bass. And, yes. And it used a hell of a lot of devices that were common to uh, that genre. Yes. Uh, very much a love letter to the whole genre. And I think it's a, it's a beautiful film. It's really masterful, lovely yeah, but, story. But Great. it's not Soul Bass. It's not Sol Bass. No. Uh, in truth, it's gone the digital route uh, because there's a lot, a lot of work in there. But it certainly borrows the stylizations and it uses much of the uh, motifs. And I, I really like the typo. Uh, but and, uh, I'm trying to remember who did the score on it. John Williams. Oh, I'm resting my case. John Williams, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but I think John... In the same way that Saul Bass was being sourced for the titles, John Williams, I think, was clearly going to Mancini, possibly yeah. even um, the composer for Taxi Driver. I'm trying to remember oh. his... Uh, sorry, I'm trying to remember his name. Somebody, pick it up. Someone on Anyway. <laughs> I am to be! I am to be! Oh, no, no, you should We've know We've lost our ability to retain knowledge. Oh, Bernard Herrmann, they have each you guys to it. Yeah, uh, it, 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 a little, little bit of, little bit internet. of Bernard Herrmann, little yeah. bit of, you know, Mancini, yeah. and so Williams go, you know, homages them, and Spielberg yeah. homages that genre. But if you're going to go for number one, how could you go for a homage? That's exactly what my point was uh, yeah. going to be. It was like, wow. it, it's great, it's entertaining, it's a, you know, I, I really enjoyed watching the film, brilliant. But <clears> number one. Yeah. It's not so like, much, yeah. and it's not Mancini. It's just fucking nuts, isn't it? It's yeah. just like, what are you thinking? No, yeah. but like, th- 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 there's some subtle revisions in there that I, I do believe Saul Bass and possibly not so much Mancini, but would have would have liked. He would have found the animation easier. Yeah, I guess he would have so. found some of the processing easier. Yeah. He would have adopted I mean, it. You know, Saul did uh, Goldfinger. I mean, Saul yeah, did yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand Prix. But like, my absolute favorite Saul is. Um, the opening titles to Spartacus. Uh, it's not bad either. Roman yeah. Roman typo, Alex North score, and yeah. again, a beautiful melt. I I was not able to not hear that score, you know, wandering around, yeah. you know, the, uh, the the main sites in Rome. You just, it's just bedded in. It's, you cannot look at their sculptures, their statues or anything and not get this vibe. Uh, it's fantastic. When's the last time you saw the open to uh, Grand Prix? Uh, just a well, a few days ago. But uh, prior to that, um, <laughs> prior to that, the, the film. I got through. I got through half Not of the, the film. film. I got through half of the film but, again. No, the title sequence. Yeah. Oh, the title sequence. Yeah, Soul's very, very much so. It's fantastic. Uh, the say something to say about the composition here because the placement of the typo relative to the frame and yep. i think we talked about it it is not uh, it's not we're not talking 69 year this is a really yeah. wide son of a bitching shot like yeah. you know in the intro and i'm not entirely sure the process and you know obviously it's rostrum stuff but he's mixing uh, you know there there are like so many versions of the cuts like the 20 exhaust multiplied and then added mm-hmm. again and then there's so many watches and clocks real and multi-screen yeah screen yeah screen film yeah massive yeah. Uh, it, did it predate the boston strangler oh yeah because in in that context it, it was a, an absolute tour de force i mean in terms of i don't even call it you'd have to call it production because it was being shot and put down as shot and duplicated yep. but the placement of the typo yep. within the frame is sublime it is 
Yeah. Wow. Nice. Um, I've not seen it, so um, I'll take your word for it. But it's the whole it. the whole film's online. You just Is type it? in Grand Prix and yeah. and uh, it it was directed it by. It starts off with this giant uh, exhaust pipe. Yeah. That just <laughs> fires this shit at from you. darkness. <laughs> yeah, from you darkness. Know, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So so anyway, so to pull it back. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There's no fucking way, right? Piss no. off. So this is the kind of thing where you're just like, so is this just a bad list that's been made um, to <coughs> well, um, I think just it's from an amalgamation of other lists, or is this is number one designed to fucking annoy you so that then you kind of tweet the response to go, I can't believe this fucking numb nut put catch me as you can as the fucking number one. I think it's designed to elicit a conversation. Do you know? Or mm. to oh, now I just tease. giving it airtime. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know what like, what the internet had to say about it because you yeah. know, get comment feeds on blogs yeah, and yeah. things like that. Yeah, it's true. Um, but um, I don't know what the catch me if you can is a very odd choice for a number one. I suggest why. Um, and me. I think it was only put there either to be controversial and get the post more views on the uh, all-powerful Google algorithm, um, or it's there because. Someone genuinely thinks well, that Catch Me um, If You Can yeah. is worthy of the fir- the the best title well, opening you, sequence. You could say when I've got five that I think are probably good contenders. All right, okay, so can we open this guy's scene? Yeah, yeah, true. yeah. All right, so that's an interesting one. All right, so <laughs> let's not let's <laughs> not do five uh, of your no. contenders, but like. Throw me out. It's like so. Throw me out one or two of what the ones where you're like, why the fuck isn't that on the list? Okay. Um, Back to the Future. Oh fuck! I don't even remember how that starts. Well, how does that start? It starts with a series. It's just a slow camera pan. Over. It's like Doc Brown's like oh. flat, right? And it's just a slow camera pan of all this machinery that's been set up to go with different clocks. Uh, and it moves through all the clocks and all the stuff, and then you you pan onto this like. TV that turns on at the right time, yeah, and it's this newscast that someone stole. And, and then it's you. almost like the and chitty chitty bang bang opening it makes the eggs. Th- yeah, almost, almost like that. But um, yeah, but is that the title sequence though? Because it is. What? Because doesn't doesn't the music kick in when he music kicks in <clears throat> just after that when yeah, he's played yeah, his big guitar on the and massive he speaker and blows stuff. The, he gets blown through he the gets speaker, blown through the speaker yeah. and stuff. And that's when the yeah. the title scene <clears throat> ends. And he goes off to school and the music kicks in. Oh, right. Oh, that's yeah. an interesting one. So, so like, it is interesting. And I like, like the, 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 bl- like the blend of like, is it yeah. the opening scene or is it the title mm. sequence? Um, yeah. Which um, I think is really important. Like, I like those ones where you yeah. can't tell. Because I, I, my, my thing that I would say, my scene, if I'm like, why isn't this on the list, uh, is the opening sequence to Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Which is like, it is, good. is it an opening scene or is it a title uh, sequence? Okay. You know, um, and it um, is the death of one of the lead characters. The shooting of it beautifully cross-cut with um, the shooting of chickens. Oh um, God, yeah. <coughs> uh, which, yeah, we won't go into that. The technicalities of how they did that, um, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just the and and then the classic. Um, Sam Peckinpah freeze frame mm. James P- Coburn getting shot kind of like fucking leaning back on his knees gets up gets shot again bang freeze frame again I just I mean that he's got that he's just got a wonderful sensibility for like how to weave things together in the opening title sequence so you've already got yeah. By the time you kind of get into it, you've already like know like three of the backstories. Yeah, he, he also did that. Um, I always uh, the, the titles in the getaway. Oh, it's fucking the amazing. The titles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that he, is he, he would he would he would hold a key title, like hold a key frame, and then give it the title. Yeah. Uh, which which I always liked as a device. Uh, you know, it's, it's incredible. Uh, it's fucking wild bunch. <laughs> yeah, like, only uh, then used um, like a filter on the freeze frame. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that's um, just beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I always think of it as well when he when he did you know the bit where McQueen gets out of the jail and he cross cut it it's incredibly innovative he, he dives into the into the local lake with Ali McGraw uh, but rather than just show that you have him standing and just getting used to being back in society and then you cut to these snippets and the score by um, I'm sorry I remember the name of the guy 
yeah, just just kicks in, just kicks yeah. in at those key times. And then you cut to them both coming in through the door soaking wet. Yeah, yeah. He, he was such an innovator when it came to editing uh, right. and, and lent that to the titles like and, crazy. Yeah, it's Quincy Jones, it's Quincy Jones. Oh, I love Quincy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, do the title for... Uh, the, the, the get the getaway yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the, the, that the yeah. hog hog harmonica okay so those are my two honorable uh, those are ours uh, yours yeah. pick one you're like why isn't that on how can you not name this on the list? well I, I'd go uh, I'd, I'd go with an ancient one really one I saw as a kid uh, it was first brought in 1950 it was old when I saw it 1953 um, Ben Hur uh, has got this terrific opening title scene it's got a huge aspect it was shot in Super 65 and I was lucky enough to see it uh, quite literally on the big screen and uh, the title comes up the, the, the music was created by um, a composer and film composer uh, I'm trying to remember it begins with an M that name will come to me but yet it literally just came up on, on the backdrop to Michelangelo's creation Ben-Hur and it boomed in and then it did this slow pull out um, and I, it, it just took my breath away I've just never seen anything like it the combination of the music and bear in mind this is just a painting it's just painted plaster it's nothing uh, but it moves back and uh, I still find it the most inspiring title I've ever seen I mean it's a classic story General Lou Wallace I mean the whole score I think it won 11 Oscars when they were not marketed to death when it really meant something um, that it was flawless a, a curious thing as well I obviously had it on uh, VHS then I got it on DVD and I thought on DVD it looked kind of poor the sets looked like sets and it didn't look yeah. that great then I got it on Blu-ray then I saw what it really looked like in the restore bush and the sets looked magnificent and I've screened it in different aspects in, in you know various university theatres and looked at it again and it is just it is just stunning it's absolutely stunning there's some brilliant matte painting in it there's some brilliant construction in the shots and um, yeah, for me, that uh, that one will always go down as uh, as a great great title sequence. Cool, Brilliant. cool. The, uh, the original Ben Hur. Oh no, the re yeah, uh, no, the no, the, the, the remake, remake, the remake. <laughs> no, I understand I'm, that. Yeah, but yeah. The original mm. Ben Hur also has a great title. What? Sequence. How? What? The the nineteen fifty nine one or the uh, no. Cecil B. DeMille, the first one. Yes. The I I. How come you're not talking about the 2016 Jack Houston? Because it's it's <laughs> terrible. It's a, it's a completely cynical <laughs> vision or revision of of, uh, of a classic. <laughs> the um, composer was uh, Mick Lars. Uh, I'm glad it tanked. That's all oh, I can good. say. Uh, Mick Lars, yeah. It's think like about Fast and the Furious with chariots in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fast think and about you hey, you've got do, something there. <laughs> you have to do. Uh, title sequence for a film where the protagonist is an unreliable uh, narrator, a middle-aged French literature professor who moves to New England and writes under the pseudonym of Humbert Humbert. <laughs> <coughs> he describes his obsession with a 12-year-old nymphette, Dolores Hayes, who kidnaps, sorry, who kidnaps and sexually abuses after becoming her stepfather. <laughs> now, design that one for me. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> um, um, wow. I do. Okay. I do. Just to, um, I've I got a prior engagement. I, um, I, <laughs> I do remember the um, the letter from Stanley Kubrick in the um, in the exhibition. Yes, where he's basically like, um, or everything he did in that film, he toned down, and then he still got loads of shit. And then he's oh, just yeah. like, if I was knew I was going to get that much shit, I would have just done like I would have done, and I would have gone fucking full in there and just absolutely, yeah. He's just like devastated that he just got all this shit. He's just like, kind yeah. of half. I mean, yeah, obviously, it's a delicate tightrope to walk when you're. you're it's an incredibly yeah. delicate tightrope to walk, and it's walked incredibly beautifully and well yeah, right? yeah and it's a single shot as we just talked about mm. earlier mm. of a young lady's young girl's foot 
which uh, a man is painting her nails with nail varnish uh, all the way through the piece as a piece of music and he beautifully ends on the little toe right at the end of the music it's incredibly well done and it's so sickening <laughs> it's Quentin you know. Tarantino's favourite film <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I mean, we were talking 16 year old actress, though, by that yeah, time, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I, don't know. yeah I mean, I'm desperately to trying to pull some of this, yeah. <laughs> some, <laughs> some of this out of the swamp, you know. She's supposed to be 12. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So let's not mince words here. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, how do you deal with that? And it is, uh, you know, it's incredibly well done. Um, you know, it's in bad taste if you like, but it is beautiful, and it is such a simple answer to such a difficult question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Give it ten. <laughs> <laughs> Number one for me. Cool. Wow, well, it's, be it's beautifully yeah. shot, and uh, the nail painting looks great. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> <laughs> and you can do it in an hour yeah. and you can do it in an hour and then it co- it, it, for a fraction of the cost <laughs> so a fine choice Viv. a fine choice anyway right. that's, that's it that's us see you all later Bye. we all discussed fully discussed the uh, opening sequences opening sequences oh that's what no, oh, title, title, title sequences title sequences title opening sequences, sequences what's coming that's next, next. All right, okay. god knows alright <laughs> Right, all right. All right. This list is bullshit.